Doesn't it feel good to hear our theme song it again? It does. I've missed it. My, and I've missed you guys. It's been like three days since I've seen you. My computer just glitched and both my screens went black. And so I didn't know what happened. But we're back, baby. We're here. We're great. Yeah. And our computers are working fine. We definitely don't <laughs> hate technology. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Fire in the background. Guess what, guys? It's our new season. It's season six. Season six, bitches. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, we are so happy to be back. It's crazy that we're in our sixth season, but yet feels right. Feels good to have the number of the butt in this these chairs, these headphones on our head, these cupcakes in our background, these games cupcakes in our, in our catalogs. Face. Yeah, we should change our, our uh, tagline to everything I just said in our catalogs. Oh <laughs> well. In case this is the first episode you're listening to and you don't know who we are, my name's Marley. I'm Steph. I'm Lindsay. But again, this we, uh... is season six. So if you need some more, you know, podcast listening, some some uh, some audio and whatnot, like go back and listen to some other episodes because we've got plenty. We've got a lot of content for you, but... Let's not. Some are more focused than others. Let's not live in the past. Let's live in the present. Today, let's live in the future. Oh, actually, mm. maybe like a hundred and or two hundred years in the future. I think it's a three hundred thousand. No, maybe. it's only like a like. It's like a it's couple like, hundred. No, it's like a thousand. I'm like pretty sure because the zeniths are like thousands of years old. Oh, that's true. Now I need to look this up. But the Sobek stuff happened in like 2160 or whatever. So the distant future. Okay. I see what's going on. (laughs) Well, you're, yeah. Okay. You're thinking about the future from here. I'm thinking about the future from where Aloy is. Oh, there we go. So we're both right. Which is how all our arguments ever had. You guys, (laughs) it takes place in the year 3040. Well, now we know. Thousand years. So let's, let's not focus on the past. Let's focus on 30. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get enough attention. In case you didn't read the title for this episode and haven't gotten our um, little hints, we're talking about Horizon Forbidden West tonight. Yeah. And what a game. But before, before we dive into our game. Just a quick plug. You guys can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Sometimes we're on Twitter. Sometimes we're not. Most likely not. And we have a Gmail. And we're also on Twitch. So we stream. We are on Twitch. We, Marley and I stream usually twice once a week. Twice a week. Both. Both. Well, I stream once. You stream once. So together twice a week. You guys are both. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's often the case with me and Steph whenever we're arguing, quote unquote, about anything is that we're both saying the same thing just differently. <laughs> it's Steph. Hey, it's the common denominator hey. between our fights. <laughs> you guys just need to think more like me. No. We also need to just say up front, there's going to be spoilers in this episode. There already have been There already have been spoilers. I mean... You wouldn't know what we were saying if you didn't know the nose, the nose to know. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, heavy spoilers in this episode. Like we're going to talk about the end and our thoughts and feelings. Yes. And different plot points along the way. For sure. And different guys we wish Ailey would have fucked. Whoa. Anyway, let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Literally, because... Uh, because Aloy can actually breathe underwater in this one she gets a special mechanism and so you can actually go underwater in this game and breathe so okay is that how you're going to introduce a summary yes are we ready dive in (laughs) okay let's hear it so horizon forbidden west is a 2022 action role-playing game developed by guerrilla games and published by sony interactive entertainment i'm reading this straight from wikipedia by the way so Credit to, to Wikipedia. This is the sequel to 2017's Horizon Zero Dawn. The game is set in a post-apocalyptic version of the Western United States. 
Um, it's recovering from the aftermath of an extinction event caused by a rogue robot swarm. And you, the player, you're playing Aloy. Um, she can explore the open world and complete quests using ranged and melee weapons against hostile machine creatures. And hostile human creatures. Yes, those too. And... But not hostile, like, creature creatures. Because I just hunted all Yes. Of them. And I want to throw this out there too. Um, they did recently announce that there will be a uh, DLC, or I think they're calling it an expansion. Is that the same thing? Um, it's called yeah. Burning Shores, and it will be released in just a few months. So we're not, we don't have to wait too long, you guys. It'll come out in April. Which shores are gonna burn? Maybe it'll be a volcano. Have you? Ooh, a volcano. Have you guys not watched the trailer that they showed at the Game Awards? No, I have not no. watched the trailer that they showed at the Game Awards. Because they're going like they're following down the California coast, so they're going. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys! I was. You guys need to watch the trailer. It's it's. it's okay. I was go. otherwise occupied during the Game Awards, so I didn't really catch much of it. Okay. Well, if you haven't. Go what watch it. You made that sound so suspicious. <laughs> I was on the Polar Express with my children. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> I was giving you play-by-plays. That's right. You I were giving us play-by-plays. But yes, if you haven't watched the trailer, you should go watch it because it looks, especially if you liked Forbidden West um, and the Zero Dawn, like the whole Horizon series, and you're excited for more content. Um, Wait, it's exciting. Who is Aloy traveling with down the western coast? I mean, it the does, trailer she's she's flying on the uh, sun wings. Is that what they're called? Okay. Yes. Could you choose? Maybe you get to choose your companion. All right. Anyways, maybe you get to create your own. I companion. know who I would pick, but we'll get into okay. That. We'll get into. That. We need to start at the beginning, where um, it's a very good place to start. So we find a we begin to read. <laughs> We start with Aloy after the bad things that happen at Zero Dawn. And she... And the good. And the good. Um, and she's with her friend Varl, who has Killmonger hair, which is gorgeous. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, And they... What is their first... What's the first mission? You guys... They're trying to find a Gaia. They heard that there's a Gaia backup. Yes, there was going to be the one that's basically going to reset the world. Yes, there was. And there was the um, alert that showed up out of nowhere that they needed to go check out as well to see what was going on with that. But it ended up being a dead end. Yes. And then they found the the Gaia. They found the Gaia Colonel. There we go. Um, Not the like, hello, Colonel salute. It's a Colonel, like a popcorn Colonel. Or a computer yes. kernel. <laughs> a software kernel, if you will. And I pronounce it kernel. After colonel. What am I, I saying? I don't know. Kernel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kernel. Kernel. Isn't it with a K? Anyway. Yes, I just. It's with a I'm K. I'm just, just smart you're ass. Just, <laughs> You're just and I got it. I got you. You're confusing Lindsay <laughs> and me. I'm so I'm so sorry. Anyway, what about this popcorn kernel? The popcorn kernel. The popcorn journal. Uh, the journal. <laughs> the journal. They get the journal and they um, are able eventually to boot Gaia, and they build a base of operations. They recruit some new friends. And when I say they, I mean mainly Aloy because that's what she's Oh, what you just said. Mainly Aloy because you're doing all the work. Yeah. And then they... Well, and I feel like we should mention too, the whole reason for the title of this game is because Aloy, she she gets a clue, like a, a lead that she needs to head west. But she knows that West, according to all of the people around her area where she lives, call it the Forbidden West. Because it's where the Tanakh live. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're by reputation, they're a very violent, mean, angry people who do not like outsiders at all. So Yeah, kind of more the 
uncivilized yeah. i think is what they're yeah trying to yeah uh allude to and plus they in you know politics wise in this area of the world like the the meridian the uh, i can't even remember not the meridian but the Karja, like, yeah, all those people, like, they have, like, I guess you could say peace within each other. But then there's this whole other, um, these other tribes in the West that are like, we don't like the Karja. We don't like you guys. If you cross our border, we will kill you at on site kind of like vibe. And so that's why they, again, they call it the Forbidden West. Nobody goes over there. And so that, so Aloy has to use her awesome like i mean my goodness that girl is like the epitome of um like an advocate like she is so or not an advocate yeah. ambassador that's the word i'm looking for because she is so like she's so neutral yeah. and but in such she a way support anyone but she supports everyone right and so like she's like the perfect person to try and go over into this Forbidden West area to then try and find like, cause she, she doesn't like get too involved in the politics because she's like, I have a greater mission here that I need to accomplish because the world is going to end if I don't. So I don't care if anyone gets in my way or tells me no, I say yes. So I'm going to do it, but she does it, yeah, but love- she does it politely most of the time. I love when she's at like the wall and they're supposed to be having their conference. They call it something embassy. else. It's pretty much a com- an embassy between all the leaders. And they're like, you can't come to this. And she's like, <laughs> I'm going to come. <laughs> yes. And they're like, um, you weren't invited. And she's like, I don't care. I don't shit. I'm coming. <laughs> and yeah. they try to stop her. And she's just like, step aside, little plebs. But she and she does what she sets out to do, and she's a badass. Yeah, exactly. And like, so it's kind of funny. Like, Aloy is very forward, but she's most of the time like she's respectful about it. You know, like she she's not trying to like hurt people or be rude to people, but she's also like, you guys, you gotta understand. Like, I have a very like I said, a very important mission, and I'm trying to do this thing. So don't get in my way. <laughs> It's interesting as we learned more about Elizabeth um, Sorbeck through the through the game to find out that she was kind of cold and aloof. Mm-hmm. That um, she had a lot of people had a hard time getting to her and like having relationships with her because she was so invested in her mission. And so you see that foil in Aloy where she's invested in her mission and that she could she could be the same way where she's like I can't handle you guys. Uh, stay away and she kind of does do a lot of things in solidarily but she also gathers her friends and like in the end it was so funny like here's a spoiler for but um silence is like i'm going to leave this planet see you guys later and he's like aloy come with me and all her friends like start gathering around her and i was i turned to blake and i'm like i have one thing you'll never have silence i have friends Well, and that's and the thing, he like, he back. looks over, yeah, that blew my mind, because he, like, is about to get aboard the spaceship, and he turns, and he looks over, and she's hugging Beta, and they're all, you know, gathering around, and Silence is just, like, for a moment, like, he gets this expression on his face that I've never seen, that actor, like, he's in Fringe, I know him from that, and a few other things but super talented. Like the voice or the face capture on that was so good. And he just gets this expression like, Oh, I don't have that. Yeah. And I want that. I could either go off in this rocket ship and be alone pretty much forever. Or I could stay here and fight uh, nemesis. So. And how cool is that? Like, Oh, it just gave me chills. Cause he's, I did not expect that at all. I still don't trust him, but I think it's cool that he chose to stay and over be an ally. acquiring infinite knowledge alone. And, well, yeah, it kind of shows you know. the aspect of um, Elizabeth that she never, no one ever saw of her. So in like that respect, Aloy kind of is the best version of Elizabeth where she can go and do her mission, but she also has found her family in a way, in a lot of ways. Well, and she, she realizes too, that she needs them. 
yeah. you know, she, she doesn't have to do it alone. She can, she, yeah, she, I, I don't, I, well, that's the thing is like, she, she can't do it alone because it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be all on her, you know? And so like, I love, I love the, the whole thing with like her relationships throughout this game because she slowly realizes like, wow, you guys are like, you guys are here. Like you're actually help. Like, not that she like, like doubts people. It's just, she realizes like you guys care enough to help me and support me and like she appreciates it and so then she then trusts them to help right and be there for her i found beta who is uh, another clone of elizabeth (gasps) Um, what i found her so annoying oh but i did find it very endearing at the end when like ayla is like i need to go rescue her she said like that's between me and my sister or something Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh oh I did yeah. that too. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, she, I mean, I, I don't know how much, um, side content you guys, um, got into, but I, I definitely like None. whenever I went to the, <laughs> whenever I would go back to the base to, you know, continue with the missions and whatever, um, or stock up or whatever I needed to do, I, I made it a point to, stop and talk to every single person, every single character that was there. But I only liked to focus on the questions that had to do with relationships, whether it was friendship with them, or I would always ask them, like, I would go up to Zoe and be like, hey, Zoe, what do you think about the companions? Like, what do you think about everybody else? And then there would be like a dialogue and stuff. So it was kind of cool that they had those options where you could go to each person and basically be like, so how's everything going here from your perspective? So you've got mm-hmm. to really form those relationships with everyone and not even just to talk and see what, how everyone else is doing, but also like they give you plenty of um, there's like the dialogue tree and there's plenty of things that you can talk to about or talk um talk about to them about. yeah thank you and um and i like that they're not all required so it's like totally however much you want to dive into for the game however much immersion you prefer in these kinds of games um but there are definitely ones um dialogue options that then lead you to like a fun side mission with these characters and it usually will tell you, there's usually like a little indicator. So that way it can kind of help you know, oh, I should talk to them about this specific topic. And then it'll take me into that side mission. It's not like a guessing game at all, which is nice. So you don't have to go through every single thing. <laughs> but I just, I really liked doing that. Like for me, that was important for for my for my playthrough with Aloy was seeing, was developing her relationships with her friends. I loved that aspect. And I feel like it pulled a lot of inspiration from Mass Effect yeah. in that regard. Um, the dialogue trees, getting to know your companions, stuff like that. But I really appreciate that too about Horizon where like you can dig as deep into the lore as you mm-hmm. want or you can leave it as much as you want. Yeah. Um, for me, like I do everything except read the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read very like I can't read that much without going insane. So. <laughs> I kind of skim those. I, I I look and see like, oh, yeah. is there anything interesting in here? Nope. Okay, moving on. <laughs> if the subject catches my attention, I'll read it. Like I read one where they were like trying to transplant the London Tower in Salt Lake City and they're like over my dead body and I was just like that's interesting. <laughs> I know? I did think that like well obviously they're d- depending on different artifacts and things that you found or certain areas where you were at um the data logs you know were specific to that. I I thought it was really cool especially in kind of like the um the Tanakh areas um like the Sky Clan areas where cuz they talked about on the wings of the 10 and how it was this old group of um, fighter pilots. Like, like to me, it sounded like ones that we know, like in the Air Force today kind of thing. And so I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool to kind of get like, because like in our day, in our modern day, like, you know, we kind of sort of have an idea of like 
military and like fighter pilots like it's just kind of you know it's it's there but like for these guys where they are not so modern and they're more you know they're more tribal and everything the way that they interpret things yeah that they learn from like these like audio logs these old logs that they would find in these um ships um not ships planes that's the word i'm looking for the planes so yeah there's like this whole yeah the black boxes thank you there's this whole set of side missions that you can do in this game where you go find each of the black boxes and you just get more of that kind of backstory. So it's it like Lindsay said, there's so much to this game that you totally can choose how much you want to dive into or not. I I definitely tried when I was playing through, I definitely tried to get at least like one thing of each of those kind of different categories. Cause I wanted to then see like, Oh, is that interesting enough for me to actually put the hours into finding <laughs> all those black boxes or no, because it, there's so freaking much to this game. You guys, I don't know how people ever platinum in this game. Like it is insane. It's a lot. Um, I'm curious. What are your guys's favorite? Like, while we're on this topic, what are your favorite ways that Aloy would like, spend her quote-unquote free time like did you do the races did you play all the strike oh no i i didn't play a single machine strike game did you get the black boxes did you do the arena like i didn't do many side missions i just uh powered through it which makes it sound like i didn't like it um i just don't have a lot of playing time quite so um i played strike a little bit i got so annoyed with the races Cause I, instead of like, I never did the side mission. So they just kept running into me and she'd say, I wonder what they're doing. And I'm just like, I don't oh, care. You did A-list. never do the like little side mission where like you race no. them and then you can unlock the races. No. Okay. They just hit me <laughs> really like seven times with their damn, like the chargers, their damn mounts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that was that's funny because like the race was like as soon as i crossed that mountain range over into the west after leaving like the embassy area like the races was one of like the first things i ran into and i was like okay what is this like where when am i gonna get to like the cities and stuff um i think the way that i liked playing i i didn't play a single machine strike game i'll be honest not even the one where they teach you how to play it i was like ah no i (laughs) my favorite thing was opening up the map and discovering new areas as well as like new cities and outposts and just kind of seeing the world as well as like seeing what other side missions and other people there were out there that I could meet. Um, I liked it all. I liked the arena. I liked the races. I didn't play a ton of machine strike, but I just, I tried to gobble up as much as I could in the time I had. Did you do the trials and, and stuff? Like it. the, is that what they're called? The comp, the hunting trials? Or the comp- I Oh, the melee, melee pits. pits. I didn't do those as much because I was like, I know a lot of these moves and they're cool, but I don't want to. Um, What were your guys' favorite? What, the negative functions, the, between like the Poseidon, the, um, and then the other two? Minerva, Minerva, Demeter, and um, Demeter, Demeter. So right? Poseidon was under underwater in Las Vegas. Demeter was um was Demeter the one greenhouse? Yeah, the treehouse that was really greenhouse. Pretty. Greenhouse, and then um shit, Minerva. I keep forgetting their names. Minerva, that was the one. It- no, Minerva's in the greenhouse. Okay. Poseidon's in Las Vegas underwater, uh-huh. and um, Ether, Ether is up by the Sky Clan. Um, oh, at the like Chief Hikaro's, um the throne room. Yeah, that's the right. Room. Yes, yeah, not the Sky Clan. Yeah, Chief Hikaro's yeah, yeah, yeah. throne room. But you go to the Sky yeah. Clan, and you have to and fight solve their issues. Yeah. So what was still with the bulwark? What was your guys' favorite one out of those to retrieve? Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite. Cause like, I, I actually, I put those, I, I put all three of those missions off for as long as I could. Cause I, 
didn't, I was afraid to progress too much of the story and then I'd miss out on side stuff. But then I had a friend who had, um, our friend Brian, uh, he had already, of course he'd already finished the game by then, but he was like, let me give you a piece of advice. Just do those three. Just do them now. Like you're fine. You're not going to miss out on anything. And so I, I finally just was like, okay, fine. I was happy I finally did them though, because like the underwater one, it made other missions so much easier because you had to go underwater and you needed to be underwater for an extended period of time. Cause that's where you get the breather is the Las Vegas mission. Mm -hmm. I, I really liked Las Vegas. Like I loved Mm -hmm. that and how you had to like go underground. I did not like going under there underwater. (laughs) I don't like, I did think about you. Yeah. I don't like underwater stuff. I just really don't. It really scares me. It makes me really, really anxious, but I powered through it. And once you kind of drain the water down and then you're free to explore um, that area, it was really cool. It's very cool. It gave me kind of like Bioshocky vibes. Um, you guys, um, you'll definitely have to, if you haven't already, there's some continued missions with the Las Vegas people, the uh, the Osram who were there. And you, oh, you yeah. basically help them finish setting up the city. And they put on like these big light shows and like it's always lit up. And it's just, it's so cool. Like I would um, later on, especially when you unlock the... Um, the ability to fly on the Sunwing. Um, I immediately, the first thing I did was I flew over to Las Vegas so that I could see it from up above. It was amazing. I didn't even think to do that. You need to do that. It was, I was, I will. I was so nervous to land on the tall neck on the thing. I was like, how am I going to get on this precise little spot that I did it first time? Good job. Nice. I don't know if it's possible to not do it first time. I think they kind of dumb it down for you. So you have to do it, but I did it. You just have to get close and push a button, yeah. I think. But it, I was way worried about it. I was like, I don't know how to push land. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, it's, it's fun too, because when you go back to other places around the world, you all of a sudden, like, as you're flying around on your sun wing, there'll be like indicators to be like, you can land here. And you're like, Oh, was this here the whole time for me? Thank you. <laughs> I will park right here. <laughs> so that's fun to do. So um, I, I'm going to change the subject a little bit, but when Stephanie said Bioshock vibes, do you know what gave me Bioshock vibes? What? Ted Farrow's Lane. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. Yes. That was Ted Farrow, you creepy motherfucker. <laughs> right? That poor, like, that teenage girl and her audio logs, like, I was like, oh, this is going to go south real fast. It didn't get as bad as I thought it would be, but um, it it was pretty great. And, like, his little underwater world that was connected to the, like, the lava flow, Mm -hmm. you know. Alva was was another character I thought was going to be annoying because at the beginning she's just, like, in awe of Aloy. And thinking she's almost like a god. She's kind of she timid. Grew on me. She's kind of timid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I ended up liking Alva. She was very smart and helpful. She's cute too. Mm-hmm. I liked her too. outfit. I was like, can I get one of the? Can I get an outfit like her <laughs> <laughs> for Aloy? Yeah. For Aloy. Um. Yeah. As soon as I saw that white guy admits all the like other people, I'm like, uh, I think I really. That's what I thought. Like, I was like, who's this? Tool? Yeah, this guy is not good. <laughs> And now they call him the CEO. And the I CEO. Think, yes, I think the CEO, the CEO, like gave me hints that it's like, this is Ted Farrow. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. yeah. How did that mission and end giant, again? Like, statue. was uh, that the lava did she, everywhere? Did oh, she release man. it? Did, did Aloy do that, or was it already doing that? I can't no, remember. No, it was the Ted Farrow was... monster yeah. that released the lava. So he like linked. Yeah, he linked it that if he died. Then the place would self destruct. That's right. Okay. And that was just his way of like stopping people from quote unquote stealing his cheese. Yes. And so the Ted Farrow clone goes in there and he's like, ah, kill it with fire. That's right. And then they do immediately. And then the place. Okay. I'm kind of bummed that we didn't get to see like 
Rat King Ted Farrow. Ew! I know. I wanted to fight like a Fontaine esque, <laughs> super powered creep, oh, you like, know, but that's yes. okay. <laughs> Little tentacle man. <laughs> yes. Yes. So good. I, uh, I, I just real quick note on the uh, the costumes, um, the the, um, the armor, armor. armor gosh, I can't like use words tonight, you guys. Yes, okay. So I have to say real quick about the armor. Oh my goodness, I I think I like the Tanakh style so much better than like the Karja and the Osram and all those guys back in Zero Dawn because like as soon as I got my first piece of armor from like Tanakh, which I think I got it in the Sun Clan or the Desert Clan, and it's like the the yellow and the reds and everything, and I'm like, Aloy looks so good. Like I love this. <laughs> it was I I loved all the yes. armor. It was, I thought the first Osaram outfit you get, that's like kind of yeah. clothy and there's like, I thought that was super cute. And then I love, I still am a sucker for Karja. I love like the Karja arena mm -hmm. armor is what I wore most oh, of the wow. time once I got it. Um, and then I got the Nora arena armor and I loved that mm -hmm. one too. So I think those are. My I know all of the. I wore the Ostrom Explorer the most. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. That's the. That's the I forgot the one, right? The one that Lindsay was. Yeah, the about. orange one with like um orange and white. Did you guys ever get the mm -hmm. the dyes so that you could change the colors of your armor? Oh yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Because oh. I did no side missions, you guys. <sighs> yeah, that's true. You do have to do a side mission in order to unlock that. When you get to. Uh, uh scalding spear you meet you talk with a guy and you have to go do his mission real quick um i didn't do it. also the um <laughs> to knock the warrior outfits are so badass she looks so yes. scary in them i love the it. lowland mm. clan and the, war the lowland pain, clan yeah. ones were my favorite i loved like all the feathers and everything and I'm, I'm definitely one of those players and i do this with any game i don't like helmets i don't like masks like, I want to see my mm -hmm. character's face. And also, I just think some of them just look dumb. And maybe yeah, that's because in real life, I'm not really a hat person. <laughs> I don't know. But I always do the setting that you cannot, you, you can turn off the, the helmet. Um, so that's what I did with Aloy, especially because when you get more and more face paints, because then you can't see the paint. I loved the face paints mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I always, yeah, I always had face paints. I don't paint think I got half no of these outfits, these. you guys. Oh my gosh. Well, that, to answer your earlier question, Lindsay, I guess I forgot that if there was a certain outfit that I would come across in one of the, the shops and I wanted it, I would specifically go and hunt that animal machine so I could get the parts to then go buy the outfit. So I definitely did a lot of that kind of side stuff. Because there were certain, yeah, there were certain outfits. I'm like, I have to have that, and I will die a thousand times kill, trying to kill that. Uh, I can't even think of the animals' names. Thunder yeah, Jaw. probably a Thunderjaw, probably. <laughs> until I get that part that I need, so I can or get bird. that outfit. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I, I joke about it with um, my husband Jason because he's been playing Horizon Forbidden West. He is he's one of those people that when it comes to armor. It's all about function and having the best stats. I don't care. I just want to look good. So I, I just, I totally went for the outfits that were my favorite and I don't even care what they did. <laughs> What's so cool about this game though, is you can apply the look of one armor and have the stats of another. You can, armor. You can do that. Oh, yeah. You can do that in I your inventory, like where you look at the armor stats and you're like, okay, I want this one but I want to look like that. And I loved mm. that because I would have my super big fancy armor and then I would just look like a very sleek huntress on the outside. Also, the Horizon inventory system is excellent. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my Where gosh. You just cr start creating your stash somewhere else. Can collect all yes, the shit the stash you need. was a much needed blessing. It, seriously, yeah. it was like, it was literally a game changer for me. Horizon Zero Dawn, I struggled a lot because I hated the inventory management, especially in the beginning. And I know Lindsay can attest to this because I remember being on the phone with you one day, or maybe you came over and I was like, Lindsay, help me figure out Zero Dawn because 
I don't know what I'm doing. There's so many items that I'm picking up. I don't know what they do. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, sell, sell, sell. Like, sell yeah. all the slag shine glass. Sell mm-hmm. all this. Like, you don't need that. Like, it, it did take a lot of time to kind of learn, like, do I want to hold on to this sparker? Yeah. You know, stack. <laughs> but you really don't. Yeah, Forbidden to. West, it um, tells you everything. Like it's it gives you an entire yeah. list of sellables, and you're like, great, select all, sell. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so that we made it really nice. We've talked about all the companions and how we love their relationships, but what we haven't talked about is how this is the game where everyone wanted to get an Aloy's pants. <laughs> Like seriously, from beginning to starting end. with the, the beginning, like, and then the Sun oh, King wants the Aloy. The Sun King wanted Aloy like a lot, and then I think Aaron has always wanted to be with Aloy. Yes. Um, Perhaps silence at the very end. Oh, he wanted to, to live with her forever and learn all the knowledge in space together. Katalo, and maybe make a planet, and they don't have any genetic material. Uh, Katalo, Katalo so, mm. definitely had the thing. A thing. I mean, there was a warmth between even them Tilda that oh, I at the end. There was a fire wanted- between them, Lindsay, <laughs> between Katalo and Aloy. I feel like the only <laughs> companions that didn't want to be with Aloy are Zoe and like Alva, maybe. What about Beta? I feel though? like okay. I sure hope not Beta. Beta, but we all have that want to be with Aloy. We all wonder <laughs> if you met a clone of yourself. No, we don't. <laughs> I've never wondered that. I don't want to be with myself. Now I'm thinking I about al- it. I can already do that. What? It just really depends on where my self-esteem is at that day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a masturbation joke, Marley. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you just said you haven't thought about it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, yes. But yes, I... Okay, I want to talk about... Now that we're back on relationships, I want to talk about this a little bit more. Because, like... Like oh. what Lindsay... or. What like what Steph was saying with um how everybody wanted to get in Aloy's pants, but here's the thing: Aloy didn't want anyone in her pants because yeah, there there is no romance in Horizon Forbidden West because I found this thing online that was like yeah, like while it seems like a romantic subplot could totally fit, including like a love interest, it would actually prove like pretty detrimental to the game. Because, like, Aloy needs friends before she's ready to enter a romantic relationship. So, um, you know, especially because, like, her entire childhood, the only person she ever had contact with was her adoptive father, Rost. So, like, she's already kind of awkward in that way, socially awkward, you know, in that way as it is. He doesn't like ties. Yeah. You know, and so she like I said, like she needed friends. And we talked about that earlier, how she kind of finally realized that her friends were her biggest support. Like they were there for her Mm -hmm. no matter what. And she actually really needed them. So maybe at this point for future games or even the DLC, maybe we'll see actually something a little bit more starting to develop. Do you know who really pushed that though for Aloy? Varl. I died when Varl died. That was really upsetting. That was so unexpected. And then when you go back to the base and Zoe's <gasps> pregnant with his baby. Oh. I cried. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was that was devastating. To say the least. It was devastating. I need to process it. Like we need to have a specific podcast just for like grief over varl yeah i was because it was just heartbreaking like he was he he had such an amazing arc of growing from this like what he is in the first game this kind of like you know mom's watchdog soldier boy to being this amazing leader and organizing all these people and doing like being aloy's right hand man Mm -hmm. i know oh my goodness yeah i that is that is one of the best one of the best kept secrets i think like that not a lot of people have been spoiled about um which i'm glad because i think the shock of it all like 
you know, things like that in video games and storytelling, like you kind of need that sometimes because then I, you know, it had, I mean, obviously it had a lot of impact, right. You know, they definitely continued on. Um, cause they know, you know, that's what he would have wanted anyways, was to keep going. And I um, love that Zoe kept fighting in the last battles, even though she was pregnant, because it's just this whole idea of like, if I don't fight and uh, what world am I going to have for this kid anyways? So it's like, cause like that's, it's a big deal to have things like that happen while you're pregnant. You can lose your baby from like riding horses and yeah, like stupid shit like it's that. Risky. But she's, she, yeah, she's definitely like, I need to do this for the future of my kid or what kind of future will my kid have? Mm -hmm. And like, I have to bring her, the kid back and sit with dad. At, in, uh, it's so, it's so, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very, it was very oh, sweet. Man. It was very tender. Um, Sorry, back, back on romantic relationships. <laughs> I'm switching it back. Sorry. I had, that needed a moment, it, it, you no, know, it, it needed a moment. Well, out for big Of course, of course. But no, I, I want to, I want to go back to Catalo yeah. for a second. Of course, you have you any do. confessions? You I want am to gonna make? get there just a second, but like, here's okay. the thing: is like, Catalo is my video game boyfriend now. You guys, if you didn't already guess that, yeah. but like, yeah, they can probably do amazing things with that stump. Uh, uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> so even though even though there is obviously no romance in this game. I, and maybe it's just because I wished it, but like, I felt like there was so much subtext with the, with this side character Catalo. Um, so much so that like when the game ended, I, I felt very unsatisfied with their relationship. I was like, no, there has to be more. I need more. And so like, I, I actually, for the very first time in my life, turned to fan fiction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But here's the thing. I actually found one that is so extremely well-written. Like, this girl did so, so good. And it's not even, like, smut aside. Like, And honestly, there's not even any smut in this one. Mostly because I think she's going more for a... Well, she's going more for a slow burn. Um, and I haven't... So there might be some smut. I haven't gotten there yet. I need to keep... I need to go back and, er, and start picking I need to pick back up where I left off but I just really really liked how she wrote um these characters because it wasn't even just about Catalo and Aloy it was it was like she gave more depth um that she meaning the author um she gave so so much more depth that when like Aloy was going off to go do these missions like when she went to go find Poseidon and and Ether and all these different things that like it just it just gave a lot more like dialogue and thought behind like what Aloy was actually feeling and then like in the, in her fan fiction she had like um like they had like a little communication like they could communicate better well i guess they still have that in the game where through the focus they can like walkie-talkie right Right. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see it very much in the game, but in her fan fiction, she definitely utilized that more. And there'd be times where Aloy was camping somewhere because she's too far from base to make it back there. And she would basically like call back at base and like check in with everybody and be like, how's everyone doing? And then like Catalo would stay on the line after everyone dropped off and they would have like a cute conversation and like just like all these things that I'm like, this is what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> anyways let's hope they don't kill him off because marley will be beside herself uh, they do have a cute little like friends or enemies to friends like trope in there mm -hmm. because he yeah. really adorable. didn't like her at first no he um, was very like oh you're an outsider you'll never understand me i'm so broody and moody <laughs> and then when like the and then she goes and blows up the bulwark yeah and he's like oh get in my pants <laughs> oh goodness oh uh, it is it was a great game i really enjoyed it i did find the controllers a little touchy i had to turn down the sensitivity a couple times um i did get annoyed at the end with the spamming of the specters. the specters Oh, are you talking about I, the final boss battle? 
or which yeah, one? Yeah, the final mission where it's just like every corner you turn, there's like three more specters. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to infiltrate that base, right? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. You're trying yeah, to get yeah, up yeah. to. And yeah. I know that Beta does the thing where she has the the cauldron create the monsters and then it's f the creatures and then it's fine because they defeat all the specters. But I did feel like it was very spammy of the specters at the end there. Kind of repetitive. Um, yeah. Yeah. But seriously, it was, it was a great game. I I'm ready to rate it when you guys are. Um, first, well, yeah. first before we do that. Okay. I just have to know, what did you guys think of San Francisco? We haven't talked about that yet. Oh, it was cool. It, it was cool. I like that's it. just the beauty of these games is just untouched. Mm -hmm. it, Do you guys have a favorite? Yeah. Did you guys have like a favorite city or area that you liked? I liked the Redwoods. The Redwoods. It reminded me of that walk we went on in Muir Woods mm -hmm. um, and just enjoying the nature. I think I. And Zion. Oh, Zion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Yeah. It was beautiful. They yeah, captured it. I think it those so are probably well. mine. San Francisco was pretty. I love that the end where it shows um, all the plants in the Golden Great Bridge. Oh, yeah. Um, and just how, because, how like the bridge has become one with nature. It It's very cool. Mm-hmm. I loved the variety of the landscapes and even like the variety in the Tanakh tribes and everything. Yeah, like just seeing they that. Have the sky tribe, the like, uh, like the winter the lowland. That's the sky. So there's the sky, the lowland and the desert clans. Okay. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. I always get, I always like mix up the names too. I had to look it yeah. up. I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I, I loved all three of them. Like, and even the, Taru, um, the, mm -hmm. the grass people within the singing and everything, like every, every little bit, yeah. like it was, I loved the variety. And the choir that they had to assemble. Yeah. Or the chorus. The chorus. The chorus. Yes. The chorus. Yeah. No, I, okay. Yeah. No, I'm ready to do ratings. Okay. I have one oh, more no. question. I'm sorry. I know we're go, pressed go. for time, but I've been dying to ask this. Not don't think about fashion, but think about where you come from culturally and who you most see yourself as. Are you a Asaram, Tanakh, Utaru, um, any of the cult, Nora, any of the cultures we've seen so far, when, you know, which one do you most resonate with? Like, if you were in this world or building a character in this world, what would you be? That might happen soon. I I would have to say Tanakh, um, for me. I have a hard time deciding which of the three, though. If I had to pick a clan, I I'd almost have to be a marshal. There we go. I could be a marshal because then I'd be all three. But because I really like all three styles and so in all three mm -hmm. areas, so it'd be really hard to pick one. So yeah, Lindsay, I thank you. That's a really good idea. I I'd be a marshal for the Tanakh. What is Evers? what is Alva? Quinn. Alva is a Quinn. I feel like, although like I don't feel like I'm like quite as peaceful. I guess they weren't peaceful, but I feel like they're kind of the hippies of the group. Yeah. Um <laughs> I can like, see like it. they're spiritual. <laughs> we're not religious, we're spiritual. Well, and they're uh, yeah, they're I mean, because they came from Japan. Is that where they came from? China? Somewhere. They like yeah, they like cross the, the they like cross the sea from. It would have been either. I think they. It probably would be. I Japan. think they said it. San Francisco. I Do you know they're they making a San Francisco in Hollywood Studio? That's a different podcast, that's awesome. but that's dope. Um, yeah, I like them. I like their search for knowledge. I liked. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. their location. So. I didn't I like creepy a... clone of uh, Ted. Well, but other than that, they're he's fine. gone, so it's fine. He's dead now. <laughs> I would be a Nora that was exiled and then went Karja. 
Nice. <laughs> I can see that. Yep. Karja, I feel That's what I identify with. <laughs> Karja gives me sexy slave Leia vibes, oh. but like empowered slave Leia. <laughs> yeah, Not maybe. a slave, just like badass Leia wearing kind of slave Leia, Leia outfits. Oh my gosh. What is, so what is Aloy's <laughs> friend's name that she meets up with? Talana. I like oh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that like totally like her whole vibe like is very much like you Lindsay. like i could totally see that oh that's the best <laughs> <laughs> yes i could totally see that for sure but yeah you'll have to Lindsay, when you um you'll have to do talana's side mission it's a lot of fun oh oh yeah, you did it? it okay okay good yeah also in case you guys didn't know these games are meant to be a trilogy so they're other than the dlc there should be another game coming out where I think obvious the bad guy, the obvious villain would be Nemesis. Yeah, because they're not done. Mm-hmm. Like they have to figure mm-hmm. out how to get rid of like all of this stuff for good. All of the, the plants or the poison stuff that's yeah, that ickiness of the far zenith. Yep. Yeah. They're not done. They're not done. But we are. Let's give a rating and then do our not a sponsor. Okay. I give it an, oh, I want there to be a grade between an A minus and a B plus. Those are not our grading systems though. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. 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 It's an And wait, 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 wait. (laughs) We should give this in, um, what was the, we had Banbury Cross Donuts. donuts. Let's do it in donuts. I give it a four and. Five eighths a donut. So like four and like three donut holes. Yes. Like Like four and like, okay. Like four and two. Anyways, like there was a lot of touchy stuff that I thought was annoying. Um, but overall I love the story. It was a lot of fun and it's visually stunning. So I would definitely suggest you play it. If you enjoyed horizon zero dawn, I think it's, I, I think this. Uh, I think they're neck and neck in story. I was gonna say I might like it better than Zero Dawn, but I think they're just neck and neck. They're both. It holds up in the end. Very good. A fair good. rating. I'll go next. Bar? Um. So as far as donuts go, I'm gonna do maple bars because that's what I ate when we had donuts. Um, maple bars are delicious. I I would give this game an easy five out of five maple bars. Um, I I don't even remember what I gave the rating for Horizon Zero Dawn when we reviewed it on our podcast a couple years ago, but I I just looking back at that I I just I really found myself so much more enjoying Forbidden West than I did Zero Dawn, and. I think honestly, a huge reason why is because, I mean, as cheesy as it sounds like, I feel like I've, I've developed as a gamer. And so I've been able to like appreciate it a little bit more. Um, because when zero dawn, like I kind of, I did the bare minimum. I played it on super, super easy. And I don't even like remember a lot of the story. I don't know any of the side characters, nothing. Like it was a fun game and I was like, cool, I'm done, moving on. Forbidden West, I'm like, okay, I wanna actually give this a shot. I fell in love like with the Tanakh so much, like so quickly that I'm like, I just need more of this. And so- And got more of it. I did. <laughs> yes, <man. laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but I just- I really needed like to do the story missions and meet the people and just really just fall into this land, you know, and just really, um, I, I just really enjoyed it. I mean, I know I'm just, uh, I just keep saying that over and over again, but like, I really, really loved this game. And I think it's because I put more time and effort into it to actually, um, appreciate it more. And not to say that you have to do that in order to appreciate the game. You know, I think it really just depends on your level and also how much you want to put into it is what you take out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I feel like I put a lot into this game and it gave me a lot back. And it's definitely one that I probably maybe someday could replay. 
I might have to do a little bit of time in between just because some of the cutscenes get a little old in the beginning. <laughs> but I, my, like I mentioned earlier, my husband is playing through it and um, I'll catch snippets of things here and there. And I'm like, oh, I remember this area. Oh, it's so pretty. I'm like, oh, okay, wait, I got to not say anything because this is his experience. I don't want to ruin or like <laughs> spoil anything. But I just really, really enjoyed it a lot. So five out of five maple bars. Good, good. Mine I'm going to do in red velvet um, donuts, which Marley acquired mm-hmm. one for me when we got the Banbury Cross. It was probably one of the most delicious donuts I've ever eaten. It was <laughs> I immediately delicious. saw the red and velvet like, donut. I'm like, that's Lindsay's right there. I got to get that one. <laughs> I love cake donuts. I love cake donuts and I love red velvet. Um, this is a five out of five red velvet cupcakes and red velvet donuts for me. Um, it was, I can understand that horizon in general is not beginner friendly. Um, the controls, it is very customizable and very technical. technical. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Um, but I really enjoy it. Like, I loved this as much as the first game, maybe even more because of the stash alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just was such a delight to play. I, I love video games so much. And this is one of those games that just really reinforces that. Like there are games that I love um, just playing once. But there are games I'll play and I think to myself, like, okay, I'm going to need to play this in five years or at this milestone in my life, you know, like when my parents die or, you know, things like that. Like, I have certain things that I kind of bank for later. And this is one of them. I will play the Horizon Trilogy to completion again. It's a comfort thing, you know, because it's something that you know Mm -hmm. that you love and that you find happiness in. Yeah. And that has Mm -hmm. meaning, too. Right. Of like a favorite book. or favorite TV um, series you know, that you watch ten times, yeah. Through, you know, sometimes we just need a Perks of the Wallflower read read through, or you know, whatever <laughs> it is. This is a much longer <laughs> starting uh, Supernatural but... season one, episode one again for the tenth time. <laughs> that is probably as long as a situation, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so it was such a good game, and I can't say enough good things about the development and just the the quality of the game mm-hmm. that it is for sure it was a little busy visually but that's because i've been playing genshin impact and i got thrown into a world of like a ton of atmospheric dust and butterflies everywhere <laughs> and i was not prepared for that <laughs> but after that subsided i think it's the perfect game well, especially if you play it on a PS5 and you have no loading screen. See, I did not experience yeah. the game that way. I played it on a PS4. Oh, I did give myself loading screens because I forgot I could. Just oh, play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We I played a I played it before we had a PS5, and I was like three quarters of the way through the game when we got our PS5, and I was like, well. <laughs> I'm not starting this over. Might as well just keep going on the PS4. Mm -hmm. It's been fine. This, you know, and even for PS4, like they really like made it so that you could still enjoy it on the older system Mm -hmm. too. Still visually stunning. Oh my goodness. I think you can say it was a hit. Yeah. It was all right. (laughs) All right. My friend's favorite time are Nada Spencer's. Should we um, do like 20 second ones? Like we'll kind of shotgun it a little bit or do you guys want to do it in full? Yeah, because you guys talked a lot. That's because there's a lot. We did not even cover like, oh, there's so much. No, I I, I say we we give a a speedy version. Okay, Okay, you first, Mar. Okay, so my not a sponsor, (laughs) I feel like this goes along with, our game but my not a sponsor is lego (laughs) (laughs) 
Marley is doing a show and tell. Yes, this is a podcast. A tall neck lady. But Marley <laughs> is holding up a visual aid that she just and broke. She just it's fine. millions of pieces on the floor. It's fine. The tall neck her husband got her for Christmas. Yes, is shattered. So I, I got, I got a big kid Lego out. It just hit my headphones. Um, I got a big kid Lego for Christmas, and it is the tall neck from Horizon Forbidden West. Ow! I gotta set this down. And it attacks. You know we've seen it, right? <laughs> yes, but I still wanted to show for emphasis. Wasn't this supposed to be a fast, not a sponsor? You guys keep interrupting me. <laughs> okay, so yes, my not a sponsor is Lego. And I was so excited to get this Christmas present from my husband. He tried really hard to keep it a surprise, but I'm really good at guessing things. So I knew what it was, even <laughs> Especially when it I shakes did not like shake a it. Lego I, I promise you, I did oh. not shake it. Because he told me not to shake it. And so I'm like, oh. okay, so the sound of it is a clue. Anyways, um, the, the fact that it makes noise. <laughs> Anyways, so I was so happy to do this big kid Lego. And it was a lot of fun. Um, especially because like Lego, I mean, my goodness, they're geniuses over there. Like they are so good at like finding the right pieces in the right colors. And it like, it looks so good. So I, I feel like you're sprinkling breadcrumbs for a future episode. We might be releasing. <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe, Maybe I'm not. You'll just have to listen to find out. But yes, that that's my not yes. a sponsor. That's all I have to say. You need to get a display case and some led lights. <sighs> Next time I have some extra money in a paycheck, I will do that. My not Steph, what you're not a sponsor. My not a sponsor not. is uh, Marvel Snapped, which is a new mobile game um, featuring. Uh, it's kind of it's like a it's like it's like a deck building game. Uh, deck building game. Uh, <laughs> it's a virtual deck building game where you collect different cards of Marvel characters and then play it. Uh, at the beginning, you're playing versus bots, and then as you get farther, you're playing against people. So. Uh, you're just trying to get higher points than everyone else, but it's really fun to see all the different cards and then you can advance your cards and get variants or um, you can make the cards shiny. Like you can make the cards cooler and then through that you get more perks. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's really easy to understand. It's a really uh, fun time to waste a few minutes when you have nothing else to do. So I totally suggest Marvel Snap. What what level are you, Steph? Oh, 36 or 37? For the collection level, I mean. Oh, I think like 401. 501? Yes. 501? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now, and I will tell you. Have you been playing, like, like, a lot? I play every once in a while. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, so I, my collection level, which is, like, the green one. Um, my collection yeah, level, I'm, I'm only green. at 119. Oh, yeah, I'm at 503. Dang, girl! Look <laughs> at you! <laughs> so, yeah. She plays every once in a while. <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> All right, anyways. She's we been, shouldn't she's talk been about playing how much... It. Sorry, I was going to say, she's, she's been playing it this whole time while we've been recording our episode. <laughs> This whole time. Yeah. I was going to say, we shouldn't talk about how much stuff is on her phone. Lindsay, a lot of times. About it. And we will in your intervention next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, we've been meaning to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it's a surprise I hope Ted Mosby will be there. I wrote a letter and everything yeah. for you. Ted won't be there, but the flag will. Yes. All right. That, I like the flag more than I like Ted Mosby. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, my not a sponsor is my mattress. <laughs> I got a big fig mattress. Yay! Nice. It is so supportive and comfortable compared to the unnamed previous mattress, not who is also not a sponsor. I swear, um, have you done <laughs> this? I swear you did your old mattress as a not a sponsor. I might have. <laughs> well, well, if you're really that curious, if you're a hardcore fan, then you know. But if you're not, that's fine too. It was, it just didn't hold up the way I hoped it would. And that might be because of me. I am a woman of size. 
But um, I don't think that was it. I think we might have gotten a defect. Anyway, didn't hold up. The one, the new one, pretty awesome. Um, Big Figs just, I don't know. They're super inclusive. I liked their website. It was super easy to use. Super easy to pay for with their payment plan. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really happy with it. Yeah, I've heard good things about the Big Fig mattress. It's good. This is you can add this to your big fig mattress file. It's it's a good mattresses a good, are one of those things that I don't think are like our parents never replaced them very often, and it wasn't a big deal. But our generation is like, I need a new mattress. I'm not going to deal with the aches and pains. I'm going to get a stupid expensive one, but it's going to come in the mail and it'll be great. Yep. yep. Yeah. And they just don't make them like they used to. No, honestly. you can't go to RC Willie anymore and get one. I mean, you can, but should you? you can, but it's not well, the same. And you can't flip them over anymore. Yeah. I think the only people who do go to RC Willie to get mattresses are our parents. So, yeah, if that tells you anything. RC Willie, not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is just the beginning of season six. We're so excited for what uh, we have to come. We're changing up the format a bit, um, but I think it's going to be a good change for us us and also allow us to play some bigger uh bigger games and well and just put more um, time into them yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. um we'd love to know i mean all you can give us right now is this episode but we'd love to know in the future what you think about the format we'd love to know if you have any game suggestions for us and even if you are like in the industry, a streamer, have an avid interest in a certain video game. If you'd like to be a guest, maybe send us an email and we'll see what we could do. Yeah. And as part of our, our format, one of the episodes this month will be a fun behind the scenes of the game yeah. of, of the game of the month, which is for this month, Horizon Forbidden West. So we're going to dive a little bit more into that. So stay tuned. It's also worth noting, we still have mini-sodes. If you loved our mini-sodes, they're not Missions. gone. They're just at the end of the month. There we go. So we've got our submissions. Yeah, not mini-sodes. What am I talking about? Submissions. It's a submission. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, not We just need to say not Twitter. We don't tweet. Twitch, though. We are twitching twice a week, usually. So we'd love pod. to see you pop in and say hey. We also have a Discord that's popping. We're very yeah. cool people to talk to. So It's the Age of Geek Discord. And we have a Gmail. That's always worth noting. You did forget to note it. So sorry. Um, I thought that we might leave that <laughs> joke in the past. No, it's six seasons. It's still going, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and six seasons and an um, And it's also worth noting that these two, I'm pointing up at Marley and Stephanie, are part of the Age of Geek podcast. Yeah. So go listen to it. Yeah, we have a good time. We're on it sometimes. There's other people on it too. Age of Geek podcast is a sponsor. Age of, it they is. are. Age of Geek podcast, <laughs> the podcast. Yes. So until next yeah. time, my friends, why don't you grab a friend? Eat some Eat cupcakes. Some cupcakes or donuts. Or donuts. We already did that. And play some video my games. My goodness. <laughs> Sorry, there was lag. We're still the there hot messes we've always Literally been. Literally over that. Mm -hmm. Do we need to redo it? Yeah. Uh, do we need to redo no. it? Lim? No, I'll just cut that okay. out. I'll cut no. that out. I'm going to do no. the outro now. This has been an Age of Geek media production.